Welcome to the Pursuit of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Melissa K. Barham, and I'm an entrepreneur, traveler, thinker, and creative on a mission to help you discover and lean deeper into your purpose. Here, we'll have inspiring conversations about business, self-development, spirituality, mindset and manifestation, and how to live on purpose. My goal with this podcast is to help you connect with the answers already inside of you and expand your vision of who you truly are and who you're meant to be. I'm so grateful you're here, and I can't wait to set off in the Pursuit of Purpose together. Now let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pursuit of Purpose podcast. I am Melissa Kay and man oh man, I am so excited to be back here on this mic with you. I have an episode for you today. So this was a total download that happened the other day as I was unpacking and this has been a big change a couple of weeks for me. So I am currently in Canmore. I am in my new uh, place that I'm living in and it's so lovely. So where this is, if you have no idea, um, I am in the Canadian Rockies and I'm like literally just in the mountains. I like wake up and I see mountains outside and they're covered in snow and I'm a big winter gal. So it's just been super exciting to just get here and get nested and put things away and wow, just be somewhere totally new again. I haven't moved somewhere new. I mean, like I've temporarily moved places, but I haven't had another place of my own since I guess I was in Toronto and that was pre-COVID when I had an apartment in Toronto. So this is very cool for me and just bringing back a lot of like independence isn't the word necessarily, but a lot of that, that I just felt when I, I don't know, when I'm in a mode of change and um, this is a big change for, for me, although I'm like close to home and like where I want to be. I'm like, this is a total manifestation for me of being here. And, um, I, if you listen to two, two episodes ago, not my last episode, but two episodes ago, I was just sharing about doing this and coming here and how it all kind of came about. So if you want to know the backstory of why the heck I am in Camor, you can go listen to that because I'm not going to repeat the whole thing. But um, yeah, this is a wild manifestation for me because I dreamed about this even years ago and then kind of like shelved it for when it fit better. So yeah, it has been a ton of fun just going out to walks and like going and just grabbing coffee and walking and literally just boom, being right in the mountains, going over to my friends' houses that are here. And like this past weekend... I went and did avalanche training out in the Rockies to prepare for backcountry touring. And I'm just, I'm on cloud nine, if you can't tell already. So you guys are going to get me in a whole new light here. So happy that you're here. Grateful that you're here. And yeah, I'm going to dive into it a little bit. So I wanted to make this episode, as I said, because I kind of had this download as I was unpacking and just getting used to things here around change. And I was like, wow, you know, I think moving in any capacity is like a big thing. Um, but I was reflecting kind of and going, wow, like I have through my life really gotten good at learning how to accept and invite in change and like not even just be okay with it, but to ask for it, to seek it out. And you know, there's that, that's not all the time 24 7 that I'm doing that but like with this sort of move into camera happening about like I really sought for or 
maybe not sought for it, but definitely invited that change to come in. Like I don't really resist it anymore. And I know that's not the case for a lot of people. Like change is, I think frequently when I'm talking to friends or family or clients or anything like that, like change is something that always comes up as like it being difficult. And there's definitely some change that is hard. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like by practice, I've just sort of gotten used to it that way. So I had this download when, yeah, as I said, I was unpacking and I was going through my stuff. I was also like decluttering my phone. I don't, I don't really know how that came about, but I was, um, and I don't know if you're like me, but when I'm out in the be- out and about on a walk, I just come out of the shower cause that's where all our best thinking happens. Right. Um, I sometimes just grab my phone really quickly and go into like my notes pages and jot stuff down. And so I have like so many just random thoughts in, in, in there and I was scrolling through and I found this note that I made in the summer. Now this is pre me even getting like all of the stuff with camera lining up. So keep that in mind. Like I wasn't even in this mode of, Ooh, I'm going to change up some stuff in my life. Like I was not intending to make anything change. Um, and I found this note. So I think that when I look at it now, it says like I edited it in September. I think I wrote it in about July. Um, yeah, so it was in the summer and I wanted to read it for you guys actually. So you get to hear from my phone diary. (laughs) Um, but I just wrote, it was like life update and change. And so I wrote, I have grown complacent and comfortable and maybe I'll want that one day in my life to be comfortable and not so chaotic, but not in my twenties, not in the most exploratory years of your life. Staying here when you know you're nudged to step beyond that comfort, all it does is breed fear. And if that fear isn't enough to make you want to act to change and you still don't, the next thing for it to breed is regret. I want to be on the precipice of a breakdown or maybe a breakthrough. I want to be on that point where it could be either in an instant. So I'm making changes. I'm shaking out the cobwebs on the person I remember I was that I still catch glimpses and glimmers of in my life, but I've never fully felt like again. I'm inviting her to come out. I haven't sugarcoated it. I haven't promised her she won't be scared or confused or feel alone and like she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. I haven't bullshitted her, but I've let her know it's her time to shine again. So reading that again made me reflect, and that was just like total random thought in the day. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was on a walk or something, but reading that again made me reflect like one, just how much I've learned to accept, but also invite change to happen for me and know when there's a time to sit in it and like relish in the changes you've had and like experience them and all that and when you kind of get to this complacent point and I was feeling this tension in the summertime of like I don't know I didn't know what it was exactly that I was needing or seeking but there was that essence of it right in what I wrote you know I I didn't always used to be like this I didn't always want things to change I actually was afraid of a lot of that I was afraid of not necessarily the change but I think my underlying fear was like people leaving or like circumstances changing um and having to get used to that but I've implemented strategies as well that have helped me see how change has brought so much good 
just honestly everything good I had it comes on the other side of change on the other side of your fear like it all this all is intertwined right because if I was only ever willing to stay the same then my life would have just been what it looked like right then right in what was known rather than what was unknown and I've always just wanted so much more than what was in my present like I've just always been someone that's dreamed bigger and I just wanted to experience things But I know that for some people, as I said, like change is such this big anxiety driver and it's super hard to accept or invite because there's like all this fear that's underneath it. So I wanted to make this episode to help with that and unpack it a bit after kind of coming across this note that sparked that for me. You know, at the core, change is action, right? It gets you moving even if it's scary and movement honestly, no matter what place it's coming from is momentum. If you are in motion, then you're not stagnant. Like you're not stuck. And one of the best lines, I have said this a whole whack of times and I'll say it again. I'm going to print it on a t-shirt for myself. But one of the best lines I've ever heard that I've used over and over and over again for myself, especially when I feel stuck is from Mark Manson from the subtle art. I'm not giving a fuck. Great book. Go read it. And it's, if you don't know what to do, just do something. Not a revelation kind of quote, right? But it is so powerful to me because it gets me out of thinking like, ooh, what should I do? What like, you know, ah, I, I asked to change, but I want to stay the same and I don't know what to do. If you don't know what to do, just do something. Be in motion, right? Have momentum. So when you feel like you're called to change or you just need that forward momentum again, but you're scared, realize that that's part of the process and it's just your ego. It's trying to keep you safe. Okay. So know that there's no right answer. If you're worried about making this choice or that choice, there is just the next step. So taking one is better than nothing and just doing something as Mark says and seeing where it's going to take you. And then you'll take another and another and another. And before you know it, you are slowly walking. And one day after all of that walking, someday you'll be running. So I get that change is something that's hard and really a challenge to embrace. I think it's a big word there, like embrace it, like invite it, enjoy it, um, go through it, especially when you're out of shape. And what I mean by that is when we can be, air quotes, out of shape with change is when we've gotten comfortable and complacent, right? So it's a bit like, I mean, speaking of the shape line, it's a bit like working out of the gym, honestly. If you're going every day doing a little bit, but nothing crazy, soon it doesn't feel so intimidating anymore. If you walk in the gym the first time and you're scared shitless of being there, like just walk on a treadmill. You can walk, you know how to walk, just walk. And then the things that felt scary, like say the bench press, for example, or the squat rack. Now maybe you try it with like super low weight, right? Like, ooh, maybe, 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 maybe we'll go to the bench press, but we're going to put like tens on either end like I can do that and you're not very good at it but you're still trying right like you're you're not Popeye there you know with I don't even know how many pounds just normal people have on a bench press because I don't do that but anyways so eventually that doesn't feel so scary either right you just progressively move towards it and one day without realizing trying new things in the gym just becomes second nature to you because you have this level of comfortability within your body and your fitness level that you have a confidence now that you can take anything that gym were to throw at you that you are at that place now where you can do that and that's how we build up our muscles figuratively and literally 
around change, okay? Anything that threatens the status quo of where our ego is most comfortable is seen as something by it and your brain, right, as your ego, to run away from, okay, to fear. Because again, the ego, reminder, is this part of our primal brain that's trying to keep you safe. It's trying to keep you alive. It's trying to keep you, like, it doesn't want to say anything unknown because that is a risk. So it's that animalistic part of us. And its job is to make sure we survive. And to that ego, anything that is unknown, change, right? Uncertain, it, it is a threat. But the thing is, in 2023, we don't have a lot that we can choose to do that literally poses an actual and major threat to our lives. Like the animalistic runaway from a dinosaur. No, not a di- We didn't live during the dinosaurs. Different animal, saber-toothed tiger. So that line of thought and that response isn't useful to us as it was in those kind of times. So nowadays we have to work with this. I mean, we love her and we hate her, but like we have to work with this silly ego that is sending us all these signals, fear, 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 even though we don't know what we're fearing. And we have to work to overcome that reactionary part of ourselves. So what we need to do is to help ourselves not see change as a threat to condition and to exercise our minds to change till it becomes second nature like working out at the gym, right? Like that example. Because what you realize after a lot of practice is that the more you expose yourself to it in little increments, I think it's actually called exposure therapy. I'll have to look that up. Um, Maybe I'm totally getting that wrong. But the more you expose yourself to it in little increments, the more quickly you get to a comfort state with living in this world of change, which is where you want to be, right? So I have four different ways that, you know, literally for me, I have used that have helped me learn how to accept and invite change into my life. So the first one is figure out what you're really afraid of and face it. It's kind of one of those like, okay, and what would happen then? Mm -hmm. And what would happen then? And you just keep drilling deeper and deeper and deeper. So finding out what you are actually really afraid of because change on the surface isn't actually it. I know so many friends of mine who say their most feared thing is change, which is totally valid. Like it is intimidating. It is scary, but you understand also how totally crazy that is, right? Because while I can't guarantee what your future looks like, I can absolutely without a doubt promise you that you will experience change. You have experienced change over and over and over and over again. So having a fear of that is you're you're kind of doomed in a way if you have this fear of change right because I guarantee you the same way I guarantee you're going to die someday is that I mean those are two things I can absolutely guarantee you of is that you will experience change so we really have to understand what that fear comes down to right because we don't want to live on our entire lives fearing something that we guarantee is going to happen to us and if we want to live with more peace in our lives with this thing called change, then we really just need to get down to the bottom of where that's coming from so that we can, you know, rewire that, we can overcome that, we can work through that and look at it more as a friend, as something that is positive and going to benefit us rather than something that, you know, we are constantly working against. So in order to do that, you need to figure out what you're really afraid of. One strategy I like to face this is to play out the worst case scenario for change. (laughs) Seems a bit of doom and gloom here. Stay with me. So the goal here is really drilling down to the deepest thing that you are afraid of or worried about happening and ask yourself, could you live with it if it happened? 
Could you find ways to overcome it and face it if it was realized? Or do you have a means to take the next step? You know, if that were to happen or if you were to feel like that or X, Y, Z. This can also, this is kind of like taking yourself to church a little bit because it can also uncover some deep limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves once you start going down this bunny hole a little bit. So for example, ending a relationship. This is not a personal example, I'm just saying. So any relationship, you know, you may, you know, you need to end it, but you're scared of that change and like worried that you won't find someone again or worried how it's going to like change your living circumstances or just how, how your whole life works, right? You're not afraid of the actual change itself, like to not be with this person anymore. So much as you are afraid of it exposing your real and inner belief which is maybe that you aren't lovable or that people don't stay with you in your, in your life or that you can't figure out how to do things on your own and live on your own. So you, you keep doing all these relationships because that's actually what you're afraid of. This is often what we're really afraid of facing when we do make change. We're afraid of our own inner beliefs and fears that are going to be exposed in that and that we have to confront and deal with. Because they get uncovered when we put ourselves out there and we get vulnerable, which is what happens when we invite change, right? When we go in a place of, ooh, I don't know, this is a new experience or this is a new situation. I'm not the expert here. I don't know anybody here. This is a new city. Like That is exposure. That is vulnerability on display. And vulnerability, peeling back those layers, also peels back those inner beliefs, fears, worries, anxieties, all of the above. The good news is, once you know this about yourself though, both what you're really afraid of at the deep core or what your inner limiting beliefs and stories are that you're telling yourself, you were able to actually do the work to debunk or heal those stories. And so awareness at the end of the day is the first step here, right? Once you are aware of that, then you can do something about it and make it not so much like the monster in the closet. It's sort of like opening the closet, turning the lights on and going like, come out here, buddy. Like, let's duke it out. Or let's have a nice talk and like figure out what the issue is here. So getting honest with yourself about those parts and seeing them for what they are makes you have this breath of fresh air and this like actual load. Like for me, it's always felt like taking a weight that was sitting on top of my chest and being like, oh, I like, I can, I can breathe again. And I haven't overcome that fear necessarily or that anxiety or whatever it is that's like making me feel this really uptight way about the change. But I'm seeing it's not the change itself. It's it's the things that it's exposing. And you get this breath of, breath of fresh air and realizing you weren't actually afraid of change in the first place, right? That's not the problem here. So that is number one that is really has been really, really helpful for me. Number two, practice in small progressive and buildable steps. If this is something that you struggle with, like in accepting and and inviting and change, then don't start throwing yourself into huge changes right away. Like zero to a hundred happens every time, right? People always try to do this and they're like, okay, I'm going to just, I'm going to just do it all. I'm going to take it all on. Your body doesn't function with that. You're like, you're going to shut your nervous system. Your ego is going to be smarter than your brain. Your subconscious is always going to win and you will shut down. So you have to build up your tolerance for it and to see it as less of a threat in order to willingly invite it in. And the best way to do that is in small incremental changes. No brainer, right? It kind of makes sense. Our nervous system doesn't like things that are going to shock it. Remember our ego, right? Our friendly little ego. 
it's always trying to keep us safe. And when we throw massive change into the mix, your ego flips out and is like, whoa, 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 no way, slow down, like stop the car. We're not going anywhere. Resistance, underlined, capital R. So it's sort of like, okay, think of it like getting in a hot tub. Hang on. If you go in and jump in right away, I'm sure everyone's had this experience, or a hot bath, what have you, it's going to feel burning hot, right? Like if you were, especially if you were cold before, that's the worst. And you get in the hot tub, burning hot. Like I immediately jump out of there because it is way too intense for me. Maybe I'm a wuss. I don't love hot, hot, hot water. But anyways, what do we do? You jump out usually, but we try again. You don't go full body in this time. We, we ease ourselves in. And I start by going, I'm going to put my toes in and sit on the edge or my ankles. I'll let my ankles just deal with the heat for a hot minute. My body freaks out. It's going, no, no, this is too hot. Get out, get out, get out. Nope. Override that. It, I, I override it panicking and we get used to the temperature, right? Leave it for a minute. My ankles get, they're fine. We're okay. My nervous system response levels out and what once freaked it out becomes its new normal comfort zone, that new temperature thermostat, if you will. Then, okay, okay, I did that. Now I'm going to go into my waist. Brain is like hot, 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 hot. But I know already from the past evidence from five minutes ago, putting my ankles in, that if I sit, sit it out and I just wait it out, I will get used to it, right? I will, I don't know, I don't think it's acclimatize, acclimate, whatever, and so on and so forth. I build little by little and with my body and my ego understanding, you're safe. You're not going to die. This is nice. We like this. Water is good with each portion of my body that I submerge until lo and behold, I'm all the way in having a great time in the hot tub. I've achieved my goal. I'm in there. We're having a party. So long metaphor aside, thank you for sticking with me through the hot tub metaphor. If you're wanting to move, for example, to Europe one day, one day down the line, right? That's a, that's your goal. But that seems so scary for you because you've never even left your hometown. You could say, how do you, how do you, how would you take a micro step towards that, right? Maybe you can move to a location that's still close to home, but feels a little more interesting or more European to you. Maybe it has like small coffee shops. I don't know, but something that'll step you towards that without freaking and shocking your body out. Or if you're trying to change into someone that prioritizes your health, well, you definitely shouldn't go get a personal trainer, private nutritionist, huge power workout six times a week, da 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 da, da trying to be the, like, the champion of CrossFit. That again is going to freak out your body and your ego with change. A whole bunch of stories are going to come in there. A whole bunch of I can't do this. Bop, bop, bop. Could you though make a commitment to simply moving your body for 30 minutes every day for 60 days. That's still a tough challenge. I'm not going to lie. I've never, I don't think I've ever done that. So could you make a commitment like that? If you're going from literally zero to hundred, how about we go zero to 30, right? That would still be a big change. The one that is manageable for you, it is realistic and it appears, this is key, as attractive as a change for you to take on to your, to your brain rather than a change to run away from. So you need to like sit in this borderline of what can your, what can your brain, what can your ego stomach as, hmm, kind of like the hot tub, like, oh, it's going to shock us for a second, but we could get used to this. And where can you then pile on from there? 
So by stacking small and progressive and buildable changes, you will naturally alter your propensity and acceptance of change in your life when it comes to you in bigger ways, in the in the bigger scale, dreams, goals, opportunities, whatever that come your way. And by doing things progressively as well, you also naturally build up confidence as well, right? The more that we do stuff in repetition, the more we build our own confidence. So when you do want to make that big change, whatever it is, or it, it comes your way without expecting it, you feel ready. You feel excited for it. You feel primed. Like, oh, I know how to do this. That is key. Okay, number three, build leverage with scripting what happens if you don't change majority of the time we become complacent and comfortable with our own circumstances right like even if the situation we are in we know isn't what we want even if it's so far as like making us actually unhappy that could be a relationship that could be a job that could be an environment location whatever if it's more comfortable to like to not do anything about it then the effort or the friction to change anything or if we double that also with being afraid of the change itself, then usually we won't do anything about it. Like we are that lazy as humans. We'll just continue on as is because we have, we're going to avoid friction. We're going to avoid anything that's uncomfortable, even though the status quo is also uncomfortable and isn't what we want. We're just used to it, right? Seems backwards and counterintuitive, right? Like obviously, but how many times have you done this? I could tell you a whole handful of times I have done this right now. Like today, even, I have done that. So if we truly in our hearts want to be better with accepting change, we must also get better at inviting it and accepting what it takes to alter our current circumstances. So if you're feeling resistant to change, one thing that can be really helpful is creating this leverage, this concept of leverage for yourself. So leverage is is really just two kind of juxtaposed things, right? So for example, if I say I want to save thousand dollars a month and put it away so that I can take this course that I really really want to take that will help me start my business because my dream for example is to run my own business one day that impacts women all over the world to live their dream life and be their best selves and you know do it from all these different countries around the world that I want to live in and travel there's a dream I just painted you the picture like I have this whole vision but it starts with me making a change to my saving habits but I'm a chronic spender. Not actually. Well, this is an example. <laughs> I'm a chronic spender. And maybe I don't have a good relationship with money. And I demonize money and I try and get rid of it as fast as I get it. And I really love to live for the present moment and the YOLO and what all of that. All I see is what's in front of me, what I want right now, and the things that I'm used to and comfortable with, with having. Even though I have a vision for what I want later down the road... It feels really, really hard for me to change anything right now because I'm comfortable and I have that habit with it, right? Well, one way to combat that is by scripting out what happens if you do not change. And this is a practice that I teach. This is a practice that I've used in the past before and that I've been taught. So it's extreme juxtaposition. It's what they also teach you in how to change your habits, actually. So just building leverage to change habits. So in my example that I shared, I could write out my dream and ultimate big vision, right, that I had there to be able to learn in this course and and start my business that's just going to impact all these people all all over the world. Awesome. What happens if I don't do it? What happens if I don't save the $1,000 a month? 
that I need, whatever. What happens if I never take that course? If I never start the business? If I never impact those people? Well, if I don't start with the saving, that that change that I need to invite and accept, I wouldn't start the business. I would feel guilt and I'd feel shame and not living the life I wanted to. That would make my confidence and my self-esteem drop. You know, I'd continue working in jobs I don't really feel fulfilled in all while knowing what change I needed to make to save, but I didn't do it. So I wouldn't impact all those people that, you know, are me needing my gifts and lighten the world. I wouldn't create the kind of future from my future partner and from my family that I desired and they deserved. I would maybe stop showing up for my family, my friends in life with the radiance and abundance maybe that I used to have because I'm so disappointed at having failed before even trying all because I wasn't willing to change my saving to in to my action. The because I wasn't willing to change my savings, actions, and habits to align with the goals that I had. So as you can see, super sad. Sad mal, sad situation, sad person. The deeper you keep taking it, the more leverage you add, okay? I want you to actually take out a journal and notebook and do this. So pause the podcast if you want right now. I'll be here when you come back. Or come back to this when you need it and but answer these questions okay if, if you really want to work on this what would happen if you don't change how would your life look different how would you feel about yourself what would happen to your family friends loved ones what would you believe about yourself who would you become what would you miss or regret what would you lose what impact would it have on the world around you how would it affect your inner purpose and calling You can add on whatever questions you want that helps you take that deeper. You could also create more leverage too by reversing the exercise actually and scripting on what would happen if you did invite all this change in, right? What is the forward-looking angle? What is the positive-looking angle? And actually, if you do do that as well, it's just going to be doubly powerful because with these two opposites, you'll be able to see where one outweighs the other. And it's something created from yourself that you can use to give you motivation and incentive that you want to accept and invite change in your life for what it has the potential to bring you in abundance and growth and joy and just so many other things that you can see in your in your writing that you want and aspire for, okay? Last but not least, number four, journal reflect on everything good that you've had that's come out of change. Just take a minute to reflect and think, where has change brought me blank, joy, abundance, whatever have you? This one is just so simple, but I think it's one of the most powerful things. That's why I left it for last. Be- especially when we do this for changes that at first for us, we didn't think they had good to them. Things that maybe that you thought that were going to turn out really poorly or that you resisted really strongly from the start or, or that looked like all they were going to bring to you was bad. There is always a lesson, I think, or takeaway, I believe, that we can get from the experiences that we've had, no matter what they what they are. But without reflection, sometimes we miss how much they had a positive impact on us. I recently just did this with my move. Like, I had all these plans set in the summer. So you roll back to, like, July timeframe. I had all these different plans um, to go abroad again to Asia at the end of the, this year. That was like my goal. And I held on to that plan. Like I had that plan for 12 plus months beforehand, like a long time. And I was pretty set on it. Like nothing was really going to change that. But when this 
change was thrown into the mix, like this opportunity for me of staying for another year, I didn't want to accept it at the beginning. Like I didn't, hey, change, whatever, you're coming in here rocking my world. I had a plan, get away. Like I couldn't understand why I would go and alter all of those plans that I had. Like why would I just chuck everything out? Well, I'm not throwing it anywhere, but why would I just mix it all up right now? But when I reflect now, it is so beautiful how it panned out, which I think when we reflect is always the case and usually how we end up feeling. But I have so much good and so many blessings that have already come about from me inviting in that change to my plans. Like I have so much of this manif- manifesting right now, guys. I'm falling into place for the new year in 2024. I'm so excited. I have so many experiences that I'm going to get to have now with, with my family and friends and new places I get to travel with and experiences and opportunities that I get to have um, with them, with other entrepreneurs, friends of mine. I couldn't have imagined that stuff beforehand. I had to invite in the change first to have all the other stuff come through and build upon that. And when I take time to journal on it or reflect on it verbally, even here with you guys, it's just one experience that comes to mind. And I have loads and loads of others I can reflect and just see each time like, wow, when I am able to invite in the potential for things to change in my life and for circumstances to shift, for my situation to change, like the most beautiful things have the opportunity to come through. We have to create space for that first, right? And by reflecting, I build up a confidence in the fact that, yes, change is good. Like change, it it challenges me for sure. And it, and it brings learning and it brings, you know, struggle honestly sometimes as well, but it also brings abundance and so many other positive manifestations through those things. I could not have had any other way. And I feel like if you reflect on the situations that you've had, you will find the same sort of pattern. So take time to reflect on yours and make sure you do a couple of different changes that you've experienced recently to really like see this pattern coming about and building up this understanding for you and follow the pattern of what's come out of them and and, and how it stacks up. Because I'm going to bet that what you've gotten out of those changes is overall at the end of the day on the positive and shaping you into who you were meant to be. So while you might think that you are someone that no, I'm against change. Like, I don't know how to accept it. I really struggle with this, but, 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 but you have all the tools that you need to reflect and look at all the places changes come into your life, which I guarantee again, it has because everyone has changed and what it's done for you. Maybe it's done negative things as well, but reflect on that as well and see where you struggled with it, where you might still struggle with it and where there's opportunity for you to have a different kind of relationship with change because it's always going to be with you. It's like a shadow. Like we can't get rid of it. It's as guaranteed as death. So we might as well make a harmonious relationship with it. And if you're listening to this episode, I am assuming that you want a harmonious relationship and are struggling with that. So try out these things. They have really helped me. I want to share them with you guys because this sort of downloaded the other day. And I really hope that, you know, you can start to practice and move more towards a relationship with it where you get to experience actually what it is to look forward to and be like excited about where change is going to come through in your life rather than fearing it so that's the end state that I really really hope that you get to get to okay that is my pep talk on change today y'all this 
this download for me the other day and I just really wanted to share it with you. So if you liked this episode or found nuggets in it that were just helpful to you, please take a screenshot, tag me on stories. I love to see it when you guys interact with or just comment on what you took away from the podcast or honestly, just please, please, please share it with someone who needs to hear it today. If you're thinking of someone, send it their way, give them a little pick me up. And if you're sitting here going like, wow, this hit home and I'm, I'm really struggling with making the changes to get to the life and dream life I know I want to live and the person I want to be, then this is what I help my clients with in my one-to-one coaching. If you're feeling like you need support with this, with getting the tools and the clarity on your purpose, you can really, really, and actually build the life that you want. Spots are open right now with me. And I encourage you to hit the link that's down in the show notes there. Jump on a call together. We'll hang out, chat about what you're facing and see if it could be a fit for me to help support you through that. One last reminder I have is the giveaway going on right now as well, where you can win a one-to-one rapid coaching session with me on whatever topic you need help with. So actually, if you're thinking about the last thing, might as well get in on the giveaway. You could win a rapid coaching session for free and uh, kick that off. So all you have to do is leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts. So how you do this, go find The Pursuit of Purpose on Apple Podcasts, scroll all the way to the bottom, you're going to see a big band that says write a review give it five stars, share your thoughts about the podcast, whatever you want. And then before you submit key right here, take a screenshot and DM it over to me uh, on IG at I am Melissa K, or you can email it to me. My email's in the show notes and you will be entered to win that giveaway. Make sure you do that screenshot thing before because Apple just takes a while to post reviews and I don't want you to miss out. So make sure you do that. Not a lot of people write reviews also guys. So like if you want to scoop this up, you have a really high chance of winning it because yeah, not everyone pops on it. So if you just take two minutes, do that and you'll be entered to win. Okay. That is all for me. Lastly, I just want to give you guys one more big, huge thank you for being here and supporting me in this podcast. I heard from a whole bunch of you actually in the past like week or so, just reaching out and telling me how much you love listening. And honestly, like I am just so grateful. I get to share this space, my voice with you my thoughts and that you want to follow along with them. So it truly means so much to me. So thank you guys for being you. I love you all. And I'm really grateful for you. And I'm rooting for all of you. Okay. I hope you have the best, best, best day, weeks, wherever you are. I hope it is awesome. And I will see you guys in next week's episode. Bye.